0: Today on the newscast, the drone wars are heating up in the Middle East, and Israel may just have found the solution to this growing threat. Find out what I mean, coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've been telling you here over the past few months how Iran is becoming a drone superpower in the Middle East. Now, whether it's attack drones or so-called Kamikaze drones packed with explosives, surveillance drones. Iran right now is on the cutting edge of UAV or unmanned aerial vehicle technology. Many of their drones are made inside Iran, and they have shown a great willingness to pass them off, both the drones themselves and the technology to build drones. To their proxies across the region. Now, we've told you in the newscast that Iran has had major drone drills over the past few months as well. Again, very proud of these domestically made drones, which are a key factor in their regional strategy. Iran has a plan to use a hybrid strategy of ballistic missiles and attack drones to attack Israel, the Saudis, and other targets in the region. That includes. U.S. forces in Iraq. Now, overnight, today is Tuesday, June 22nd. Overnight, according to Iranian media reports, Iraqi Shia militias, backed, of course, by the Iranian regime, launched two explosive-laden drones at a victory base at Baghdad International Airport, which houses U.S. troops. Now, we have no idea whether there were any casualties, God forbid, injuries, But we do know, according to Iranian media reports at least, that the attack was successful. Apparently, these drones, again, which were packed with explosives, these are the so-called kamikaze drones that they struck their targets uh, at Victory Base in Baghdad, at the Baghdad International Airport, where, again, U.S. forces are stationed. Now, this comes on the heels of dozens of attacks, some 45 attacks against US forces in Iraq since January 1st alone. And at least seven of those attacks were by attack drone. Now, again, these are Iraqi Shia militias carrying out these attacks against American personnel in Iraq. These attacks are fully supported, funded by the Iranian regime, which has also equipped its Iraqi proxies with missiles and drones that they are using with great frequency and to great effect against U.S. forces on Sunday, June 20th. To give you a good example of that, we had a rocket attack against Ain al-Assad Air Base, which is in western Iraq. Again, this is a base that houses U.S. forces. Dozens of these attacks, we've seen people killed, contractors working with U.S. forces killed this year by these Iranian-sponsored attacks, Iran is using all of these regional conflicts as a test lab for its long-term military goals of conquest in the region, whether it's using drones on the battlefield against U.S. forces in Iraq, whether it's equipping Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza with drones, and of course, the Houthis in Yemen who have really become the drone masters I guess you would say they have become very skilled practitioners of that hybrid model that I mentioned, targeting Saudi Arabia on a practically daily basis with that combination of attack drones and ballistic missiles. And again, this drone technology is passed off to the Houthis in Yemen by, you guessed it, the Iranian regime. And they can assemble these drones in Yemen, Hamas Islamic Jihad can assemble the drones in Gaza. Hezbollah, of course, to Israel's north and Lebanon can also assemble these drones on their own as long as they get the parts and the blueprints from the Iranian regime. And yet, the Wall Street Journal reported this week that the United States is actually withdrawing its missile defense systems from throughout the region, from places like Iraq, Saudi Arabia, and Jordan, This seems like strange timing. Needless to say, folks, given that the rocket and drone attacks against U.S. personnel in the Middle East are increasing every day, but the Biden administration is going to pull these missile defense systems out. They're going to empty out of the region as they refocus, in their words, on the China and Russia threats. What this is going to do is leave an effect of the United States fleeing the region. You're going to have the Iranian regime continue to bombard U.S. personnel with rockets and drones, and the U.S. will probably beat a hasty retreat out of the region. And the Iranian regime and its proxies, the Iraqi Shia militias, will declare victory. What Iran wants to do is create a fall of Saigon-type imagery in the Middle East with the U.S. evacuating the region. Can't get out fast enough as rockets and drones trail behind them. And again, Iran will be triumphant, and they will say, we are the masters in the region. We chased out the great Satan. I'm telling you how the Iranian regime thinks, folks. They will see this as a major victory, uh, in particular, a propaganda victory. No matter what your thoughts are on the U.S. having a presence in the Middle East right now, in particular in Iraq, I'm just telling you how it's going to be. This would be the ideal withdrawal from the Iranian point of view. Okay, the drone threat Is obviously very serious. It is again a crucial, crucial component of Iran's ring of fire strategy as it surrounds Israel on all sides with missiles and drones, whether it's Syria, Iraq, Lebanon, Gaza, or to the south in Yemen. So, what can Israel do to combat this threat? We know about Iron Dome, obviously. We know about David's Sling. We know about the Arrow uh, missile defense systems that Israel employs. Just to review, Iron Dome focuses mainly on short-range rockets, also some mid-range. David Sling focuses on short but mainly mid-range incoming rockets, and the Arrow missile defense system would focus on long-range ballistic missiles. Israel has a multi-tiered missile defense system system that has been used to great effect. Obviously, Iron Dome has become legendary. Uh, We reported from Iron Dome about two weeks ago here in the newscast. Just check it out here in our archives on YouTube under newscasts. But Iron Dome, incredible success rate. During the war last month between Israel and Hamas, Iron Dome shot down 90% of incoming Hamas and Islamic Jihad rockets. That's pretty incredible. Some 4,300 rockets were launched. Pretty incredible success rate, but the goal, and we've talked about this before here on the newscast, is for Hezbollah, for instance, which can fire 4,300 rockets per day, potentially, to overwhelm Iron Dome with the sheer volume of rockets being launched. That's one story. Another story is, of course, the drones. Now, the drones can be a trickier proposition in many ways, folks, because some of the drones are rather large, the attack drones, but you also have very small drones that may be harder to shoot down in many ways. So what Israel did last week, to my mind, is big news. The Israeli Ministry of Defense announced yesterday that Israel successfully tested a high-powered laser that would shoot down drones. Now, the laser was mounted on an aircraft which shot down the drones in midair, It was really a groundbreaking test, folks. In many ways, uh, Israeli officials are saying, hey, this may be the first such test of its kind done successfully. And Israel is one of a handful of nations that have this kind of technology. You know, it's interesting. I was in Israel last week, of course, and I interviewed a few security and defense experts. And at least three of them, we talked about Iron Dome, of course, and the great success of that missile defense system. But at least three of these top Israeli experts mentioned lasers as the next step in Israel's missile and now drone, anti drone defense systems. So we are keeping a very close eye on this for you folks. Perhaps you have uh, Iron Dome, David Sling, and the Arrow missile defense system focusing on rockets and missiles, of course, and perhaps you will have lasers now focusing on the drone threat. What I love about Israel and the Israel Defense Forces and the Israeli innovators are they're always one step ahead. They have vision. They see what's coming down the pike. They see not only the threats that are here in the present, but they see what's coming down the road. I really respect that uh, about the IDF for sure. So we'll keep a very close eye here on this pretty groundbreaking technology, lasers to shoot down drones. Key point here, it likely will not be operational, or they will not be operational right away. It may take a few years even, uh, according to Israeli officials. But as the need grows, as this drone threat increases, and folks, again, it's so easy, right, to just fly even a smaller drone, pack it with explosives and fly it into a target. As the severity and the frequency of that threat increases, perhaps Israel will be very motivated to put these lasers into effect uh, even faster than they had originally planned. Hey, we live in fascinating times, we live in perilous times. Above all, we live in Bible times, folks, and you may be anxious watching this all unfold. Hey, a ring of fire surrounding Israel, U.S. forces being bombarded and potentially chased out of the Middle East by the Iranian regime. We reported yesterday about the new Iranian President Raisi, who is a true revolutionary radical, possible successor to Iran's supreme leader, who earned the nickname the Butcher of Tehran. So it's easy to look across, in particular, the Middle East landscape and look across the world landscape and become very discouraged even fearful. But you know what? In 2 Timothy, we are exhorted to not have a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God Almighty still sits on the throne. He is in control of all events. He sees the chess pieces moving on the board and he sees about 10 moves ahead. I can assure you he will never leave you or forsake you if you don't know him, if you don't know Jesus this is the time to get to know him. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. Much more tomorrow. Until then, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.